0: Hey guys, it's David here, and you're listening to the Brad and Avery Hour. Hey, what's going on? This is Master Chief coming your way, and is there an hour you need to lock into? Yes, it's the Brad and Avery Hour, the only hour you need to lock into.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, what is up, what is up, what is up? Episode 34 of the Brad and Avery Hour on Christmas Eve. We are here with myself, Brad Barker, our special in-studio guest, the editor-in-chief of the theworldwithrig.com,
0: <laughs> my boss for the site, Megan Fowler Megan. Hi, how's it going? How you doing? I'm fabulous Thanks for coming on We're, oh, yeah. for, we're yeah, no excited problem. to have you And uh, Merry Christmas
1: Merry Christmas to you guys too I know we want to have you on I know I mentioned i Rosary.com you editor editor-in-chief And well Running Rosary.com Has been interesting It's been a It's
2: been a Fabulous ride I think my favorite one Was when Am I allowed to swear on this? I would say mildly My favorite thing Was when I got an email Calling me a because I was oh. excited about the Taylor Hall trade, and I was like, oh, thanks. That's right. <laughs> wow, yeah. So, thanks, whoever that's did that's that. Pretty, yeah. That's the whole, because that
1: is a story, because you're a big supporter of Taylor Hall. Always yeah. have been. And yeah. there's a sect of Orla fans who say, oh, move on, he's in New Jersey. And there's other factions you say it was a dumb trade. I'm under the belief that Adam Larson is a good defenseman. He is yeah. good. I, I love the but, trade. I, I really do. Yeah. See you could, you think but I'd not trade Taylor Hall for him one for No one. I no, would not have done no, that. No, I wouldn't have.
2: Do. I don't I don't dispute that they needed a defenseman. I don't dispute yeah. that like maybe there were some issues and a lot, of whatever, but like an MVP for Adam Larson? Yeah. It'd be like training Connor McDavid for like Mark Stahl? Well, that's Ryan Hopkins. We all know that's what's gonna happen. No, I was using like Connor McDavid for like uh, Justin Falk. Right, yeah. like you just why this would you do that? This city
0: would be up in flames.
2: Well, I'm kind of <laughs> waiting for it. <laughs> you know, it's just funny
1: because right now we're in any 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 show awards, watching Taylor Hall get the heart the trophy is like wow. Twitter's gonna be a nightmare. I just, I, I took my phone, went the
2: awards. I just saw, yep, Twitter was on fire. Yeah, you. it was it was the best it was the best night of my life. I was at the bar with, trivia, with some friends, and the thing I wasn't watching, but the thing came up, and I like got all these notifications. I like ran around our table just screaming, and like the the girl that does our trivia, she was looking at me like, what is happening? I'm like, yeah, it's okay.
0: You know, was it? Did we get to a point, or, or did Edmonton get to a point where it was time? I think for. Halsey to move on that change of scenery. He seems to have flourished in Jersey, uh, playing with you know some great players there. Obviously, I'm not just getting he would have been still been a great player with Cosby mm-hmm. Uh, You know, George Everett still here, of course. But I mean, I'm not, and you mentioned it, I'm not arguing we need to that Adam Morrison once again return. Obviously, we could have, in my eyes, could have got a little bit yeah. more back, mm-hmm. um, but it is what it is, and yeah. You know, we, but, we but are also, we are.
2: <laughs> but also, just imagine, if you will, for just one second, a team with Conor McDavid on yes. the top line. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, I don't know, Yessi on his right wing. Yeah. And then, I don't know, a random left winger, like maybe Benoit Pouliot, maybe. And then on the second line, uh, Leon Draisaitl yes. in the middle with Taylor Hall mm-hmm. yeah. on the left. Yeah. Or maybe even and George Beverly on the right. Or if you're going to get rid of Everly, which, whatever. Then you put maybe Nuge in the middle. Yeah. and. And you put dry Settle on the right, and you put Taylor Hall on the left. Imagine those two lines.
0: That would been yeah, great. Yeah, you'd have two productive lines. Because the
2: problem sure. I see, and this is the only thing, is that like if, mm-hmm. if Connor goes down or Leo goes down for any an extended period of time, like yeah. they're hooped. They are, and that's why when they're like, oh, they need scoring up on the wing. I'm like,
0: what? So, I, I right now, and maybe it's just a phase. Right, right now, I say I I kind of have this love and hate relationship with Leon because he tends to. Some of the plays he makes, I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why must you <he> do that? <laughs> you have two other line mates. It's not just you on the ice. So, you know, I got this love hate relationship. Really Connor, you know, Connor's Connor. Connor speaks for himself. But, I mean, what I think what really gets me is Jordan Amberley for the Ryan Spooner. And it just. it. Makes strong. It strong. Yeah, spooner. right. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> but but it turned into yeah. Ryan Spooner. You know, so. uh, yeah. It's just. A good
1: GM, if you trade Eberle, a good GM finds a way to trade Eberle for equal assets. Not
2: an asset that was
0: of far lesser value.
2: And but, but let's take a look at the GM that made the trade, and then <laughs> we can look at how that was never going to happen.
0: But let's not forget, though, too, They. They they traded Griffin Reinhardt and you could've had two other top rock there. No. Well
2: you could have you could be Barzell Matt Barzell. Nope. Matt, Matt oh, so you I know like, you know the whole like time machine thing, if you had time machine, would you go back and kill Hitler and like, people people like, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> time machine. Let's go back. <laughs> so, would you have not hired Peter Trelli?
1: I said it before I'd have hired Ray Shiro if I had a time machine. Okay. Because
2: guess what, Ray Shiro would not have done. (laughs) (laughs) Would not have traded Taylor Hall. So
0: So let's (laughs) let's talk about this for a minute. So, at what point? So the Oilers. Let's say the Oilers make the playoffs. Mm. Let's say they make it into the second or third round. Does Shirelli still get fired?
2: If the I think if they make the playoffs and lose in the first round, he's gone. I think if they make it to the second round, it depends how poorly if they do like if they get swept then i think he's still gone i think so um but i so like if they win like four games or fewer in the playoffs then he's gone if but i really hope they don't make the playoffs only (laughs) so they fire him like that's it's not I, i would love them to make the playoffs and whatever but i feel like i feel like we've seen what he can do and what he can do is blow things up and not put them back together very well.
1: It's true, because after 15-16, if you just left that team as it was, that's a team that could have been first the entire NHL. Like, I that
2: was write, a dangerous squad. I can write like, a dissertation on why <laughs> that should have been the thing. So, so like I talk to people all the time about that season, and like one of the things that I find really interesting, mm-hmm. the best game that Oilers played that year was a one nothing overtime loss to the Washington Capitals. It was the best game they had all season. They they held Braden Holtby, or Braden Holtby held them scoreless, obviously, but they held like oh, they held those guys scoreless until like I don't know, 30 seconds wow. left in overtime, and it was I mean, someone had to win, right? But like it was just how it was gonna be. It was the best game, and I remember going, I was on Oilers Nation on their comment section after that game in the post game, and people were just ripping on them for losing again. I was like. The Capitals are one of the best teams in the league, Yeah. and they just, <laughs> what? They played 64 and a half minutes of scoreless hockey, and I was just so annoyed with people, and then that's yeah. when I realized that what I saw was seeing as a fan, and what other people were kind of seeing as fans, is maybe not what like the masses see. They look at the scoreboard, and that's it, but I uh-huh. think that team in 15-16 was better than people give them credit for, because I think they also lost 20 or 21 one-goal games. That's true. So they win half of those. That's twenty. That's another. You know, that's another eleven points, and that puts them like just out of the playoffs, rather than right. where they ended up.
0: Now we we know how you feel about PC and Peter Sorrell. <laughs> <laughs> how how do you feel now that Ken Hitchcock's at the helm and you know Todd McConnel's out? Now did you feel Todd McConnel was more of a Sacrificial of lamb tight, and he wasn't given a fair shot, or do you think it was time no. to move on?
2: see, I don't think Todd McClellan was as good of a coach as people think he was, or thought he was when they hired him, because uh-huh. if you look at what he did with the Sharks, and that lineup that he had with Marlowe and Thornton and Pabelsky, and yeah. they never went past this, they never won past the second round. No, I didn't. Uh, and then the year that he's gone with Pete DeBoer as their head coach, they all of a sudden make it to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Basically the same lineup, yeah. and all of a sudden it's a new voice and whatever, yeah, exactly. and so like, I feel like that's very telling, and I also feel like when you listen to his interviews, I think that in his press conferences, like he didn't say much. No, and he just kind of sounded annoyed all of the time. And I guess I would be too if I was coaching this team. But like at the same time, he definitely like lost the room, if that's such a thing. And I think just hearing the same things maybe from a different person helps. Okay. But so far, I like what I see a little bit better. But. The
0: they're better defensively, is what I know.
2: They are better defensively because Ken Hitch- and we know that about Hitchcock, right? But the yeah. problem with that is, like, they also have one of the best offensive weapons in the game. Yes. And they're gonna if they're just gonna keep winning one goal games, that at yeah. some point they're yeah. gonna start losing those one goal games, yeah. and so they have to figure out a way to like transfer that new focus on defense into a little bit more offense, and then they'll be okay. They mentioned losing the room. We heard that back when it was Aikens as head coach and so on
1: and so forth. Yeah. Why do you think you always hear about this team and? Coach losing the room with his franchise so
2: often. I don't know if it's just specific to this franchise, but like if you think about you know guys who make the NHL, right? They're like mm-hmm. a, of a very small percentage of hockey players. Right? Very small, yeah. yeah. And they're used to coming. They're coming off good teams. They've won a lot. So you've got Memorial Cup champions, and you've got college champions, and you've got you know like, World Junior champions, and then they come to a team like this that's not very good, and they lose, and they lose, and they lose. Mm-hmm. And I think over time, you get tired of that. Yeah. And I think that it, it becomes sort of systemic and I don't know if front, the front office is making the personnel decisions and there's a whole bunch of things going on. And so like that Ferret stuff, which I feel like is where you were leading with yeah. this. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I found that really interesting because like one of the people that, you know, at the time when like when he was when he came over here, I was like, They're gonna make him the captain, aren't they? And I don't know how you bring in an outside guy mm-hmm. and make him, and a, make captain. him a captain all of a sudden because he doesn't know the culture of the team and he doesn't know
0: he wasn't here long
2: enough yeah he he, he (laughs) wasn't here at all and all of a sudden he's got the seat because he's the oldest person in the room and i don't think that's necessarily the best choice Mm -hmm. and i think what happened there is that like his lifestyle and the lifestyle of the guys on the team who were like 21 and 22 is very very different and like i still feel like if they could go out and party all night. Like I don't know. If they were winning, no one would have cared. No, absolutely. They could have been at the bar till 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. every day, and no one yeah. would have cared if they yeah. were winning. And So I don't think the lifestyle thing was a big deal. I don't think it was a, a commitment to well, losing or whatever.
0: I think it was just circumstantial. you got to think, this is nothing new either in the game. Gretzky partied, oh. They they I've heard horror stories. <laughs> so have I about what he did <laughs> back, <of the> day. <laughs> He's like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Whether losing, whether winning, whether uh-huh. winning championships, whatever it may be. Now, is has it come to a point where and and I hate to do it, but is this fan base too hard on this team? Oh, so hard.
2: I think so. Yeah. I was when you said that about Gretzky and those guys partying, I have this theory that there's a bunch of kids like my age, so like mid thirties, uh-huh. who don't know who their dads are. And their dads are <laughs> definitely <laughs> that's Gretzky. Oh yeah. It, it wouldn't be, shock probably. me at all. I, I would not be surprised. And I feel like there's that's a very real possibility just based on the stories that I've yeah. heard. But it, going back to that question, yes, I think this fan base is too hard on the team. But I also think that, like, we also live a lot in the past.
0: Mm-hmm. I we're agree like, hey, we
2: them. won these cups and we, we were, were good ones. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But, I would, yeah. like, I'm 35. They won their last cup when I was seven. So I feel like <laughs> I need to move on from, like, hey, they won the Stanley Cup once in my lifetime. Yeah. Or yeah. I guess not in my lifetime. But still, like, they won. Yeah. They haven't won anything no. since. Yeah. and And it's not the same team. No, exactly. You know
1: what the people knew When he, when he made the playoffs in 16-17, that was the first time to even acknowledge that this team existed beyond the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they had never done anything for the guys who played in, in, in the 06 Cup. Oh, uh, that in, was in the nineties. The like, they, they did nothing life. for guys until that like, cup run. Oh. I was like, wow, how, how do you ignore
2: the fact that this team has done things outside the 80s? That one, to me, is yeah. stunning. That that cup run was like <laughs> the best time of my life.
0: It was so much fun. <laughs> and and I, it's just, oh, it was just a blast. I think, too, we, we need to get away from the... The old boys club. So I think you know, yeah, guys like that need to, to move on as well. Let Gretzky enjoy retirement. Let you know. Well, let, I think let he's enjoying getting
2: paid just, and also working. But, and i also, <laughs> I'm gonna leave
0: that know, right there. I don't want to sit here and this is not bashful What was But it's you know, uh, Daryl Cates just needs to become an owner instead of mm-hmm. a fanboy.
2: He needs to, like, he needs and, to become an owner and an owner in the sense that like, here's my money. Make smart choices with my money. Exactly. Rather than like hire my friends yeah. and give them jobs doing.
0: That's like me hiring kinds. hiring Avery It's, you know something and and it doesn't go right, right? It, you know it's kind of the same. Like thing keeping them know. on even though it, like it's yeah. not working. Really. It's, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. look like, in Philadelphia, they yeah. fired Ron Hextall, who's a god in that city. Yeah. They can't Ron Hextall. Yeah. Do you remember that? Okay, I had <laughs> an yeah. intro that they the one video they used to have with, with Hextall punching the like, the net cam. I That's know. one of my favorite yeah. Hextall things. It's just like. But, yeah, but, you know, they're, they're not afraid to, like, go of that past. And, no. like, even the, the Montreal Canadiens, I can't believe I'm going to say this, a franchise that, like, lives
0: Where in the past. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, I mean, they got that weird French coach thing, which they need Wait, to get over. They do have to. But but they will go outside of the organization like, mm-hmm. to bring people in. I don't know if right now that's worked very well, because Marc Bergevin a lot of mess. But, <laughs> but, you know, they'll go away. And same with the Leafs. Like, they go away from sort of those, those – Historic hires, like mm-hmm. they hired Kyle Dewis. yeah, like a 32 year old GM. Yeah, that's incredible. And even the Blackhawks, mm-hmm. right? Like taking Jeremy Collison, and and I think that that's a move in the right direction. So maybe Daryl okay, Gates so will pay attention. I don't know.
0: I don't think so. So before we move on to another sport, oh, what's what's next for Edmonton? If if the at the end of this season, Shorey's gone, and we're reevaluating things, is it do we? Do we have to settle with Keith Gretzky? Is there somebody else that we would see? As a general manager. Can Hitchcock stay on board? But no, here's, here's my coaching
2: floss. I think Avery knows my theory. With the coach. <laughs> so Ken Hitchcock, they agreed to a deal with him until the end of the season. That was, right. that was yeah, kind right. of the term. And I think like that's, that's fair. That's Rather fine. than that's saying fair. to him, hey, sign a three-year deal, and then we'll fire you in a year and a half. like I think that makes sense. Yeah, um, for sure. So if the Oilers don't make the playoffs, Mm -hmm. I think Hitch will be gone as well. And I think that's okay, because they they hired him to come in and do a job for a short term, and that's fine. Um, He'll have another job somewhere in hockey, so that's no big deal. But what's going to happen is the Oilers' next head coach is going to come out of the WHL, and it's going to be Kelly Buckberger. (laughs) Um, <laughs> it probably will. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm in <it. laughs> I'm just about the voice call, but I'm the I'm in the business of predicting dumb things. Uh, like I predicted what, like a week before they traded Everly. I, was, oh though, I can't goodness. wait to see the, the the bad return we get <laughs> for oh for Jordan goodness. Everly on this trade, and then all of a sudden here's Ryan Stroh. Um, so <laughs> I'm just kind of in the business of like picking ah. things out. Uh, I don't know about the GM. I think I think the problem is that the candidates that are out there and we know that, like, Bob Nicholson is not going to think outside the box. That's the problem. No. Um, so unless he gets fired, and then there's, like, they do like, a total house cleaning and then some changes, mm-hmm. but if it's Bob Nicholson kind of making those decisions, it's probably going to be Keith Gretzky, or if there's another GM that gets turfed, mm-hmm. it'll be that guy. Yeah. Um, and so until somebody, like, steps away for good and is like, no, I'm not doing this job anymore, it opens up an actual vacancy, I don't think it's going to be anything different.
0: So is Bob Nicholson, is is Bob Nicholson really the problem here? Like, to me, I think, I think Bob Nicholson's good. Um, I I think he answers too much to, you know, Daryl Cates. And I think for me, he needs to, Bob needs to have his own voice. Look, this is the way it needs to be. You're the owner. Yes. It's your money. Yes. But this is the way, Uh, let me take control. And, and maybe something happens. You know what though? His contract is up, in with,
1: with, with kind of, you, you know next year, he'll be a free agent GM. He'll be free agent totally. I think if you're Nicholson, if you're Cage, you know what you do. Go to Detroit, Michigan. Hey, see Wiseman. Here's
2: all the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come run the Oilers. And he's done a great job in Tampa. Yeah. So yeah. He's figured, that's a great idea. And he's figured mm-hmm. he's figured out how to deal with cap issues and how to figure out with you know like high price talents and like what mm-hmm. to do with it and how to make sure that you can build a team around those guys. 'Cause like I don't know if you guys watched that game against Tampa, but oh, uh, the Oilers are it was, the Oilers are yeah. not even in the same yeah. class like they're not in the same league as it's the like, Galaxy, forget class. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> People think I'm too negative about the Oilers. I was just trying to be kind. But yeah, I think I think unless there's like a legitimate vacancy, I don't think we're gonna see a change anytime. Because no, I definitely don't think that, that Bob Nicholson is the
1: answer. No, but I feel I've been FGM and Marco Stern, man. Kind of, oh, 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 Marco Stern. What did Marco oh, Stern oh, do with Germany in yes. Olympic games? But my, I said last week, though, my issue is that there's a little thing of a European head coach in NHL. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was European know about the NHL at the, at the coaching level? We only had two Europeans coach in NHL in 100 seasons. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and one of them got fired over Skype. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and that
0: was inevitable. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, this team! I swear. Go ahead, Avery. Where are we going next? And of
1: course, now i are going to know you're a NFL fan, and yeah. of course, unfortunately, we cheer for the same team, uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, who have had one of their worst seasons in memory. Yep. And you know what? They didn't go winless in the road. Thankfully, they beat the Jets in overtime. Barely.
2: On <laughs> <laughs> like barely beat them. Oh man, I've i saw for years. I know we've talked about this a lot, but like mm-hmm. if they just had a secondary that could do their job, they would be so much better. Yes. It's a, oh, they're just so terrible. I mean,
0: See, I'm a, a Broncos fan, so my my year, my couple years, have been uh, pretty bad too. Oh, so. it's
2: just worse. <laughs> <I>, I'm yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just watching Green Bay. Like, this could have been a whole different year. I mean, for we mentioned on Twitter before in our DMs about how. Against L.A., mm. if Ty Montgomery just oh, takes a knee man. and
2: doesn't go rogue. Yes, you like just, <laughs> like, just take, I, okay, so I was watching that game with a friend of mine who's a Rams fan and I worked with him and I had to, like, put his dumb Rams jersey in my classroom for, like, a week or whenever the Rams lost was when, like, how long I had, oh, it was so mad. It was, it was, oh, I was just so angry about it. But I watched that happen and I was just like, what are you doing? Just take the knee. You have probably the best quarterback in the league Mm -hmm. right there. And you know that in that, like, two-minute drill, like, he can do – he can get the ball downfield because all they needed was a field goal because they were down by two. And, like, anyway, so whatever. That's not a coaching thing. That was just Ty Montgomery being Ty Montgomery. I want to talk about the game in Seattle for just a second. Oh, my God, yes. That would be more bad as well. So if you're a head coach Mm -hmm. of a football team, Yes. And you got a really good quarterback Mm -hmm. and you're already losing. Yes. Why would you punt the ball on fourth and two? You're not trying to protect the lead. You're trying to This score is some like
0: points. not giving the puck to finally kind of take in the we, last two minutes. <laughs> to go in the game. <laughs>
2: yes. Like you're under five minutes to play. I think they had two timeouts at the time. They mm-hmm. might have had all three. And you've got Aaron Rodgers ready to go. Yeah. And instead of letting him get like try to get those two yards, which he could probably do yeah. as one of the more mobile quarterbacks in the league, mm-hmm. you punt the ball away and you basically seal your fate. Why why? I don't get like how do you not trust Aaron? Like,
1: you're, right, Aaron Rodgers, how do you not trust the guy? You mentioned he could run for those two yards. And we let him at least try to convert? Backly.
2: So, the thing they said about the Oilers and, like, <laughs> the coach losing the room, mm-hmm. that relationship between Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers, I think, is worse than the relationship between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Based on what I've kind of read and heard. I
1: think so. Yeah. I, it was bad. And I think Mike, he should have been fired, I think, three
2: seasons ago. Oh, I think so, too, should, but I also yeah. think you should have been fired immediately after that Seattle game. Like, they should have just left him in Seattle. Yeah. They're like, see no, you later, no, Mike, no. don't come back. They should have.
0: Put him yeah. in a cab like Droid
2: Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, nah, nah, just yeah. let him walk. <laughs> Transit's ooh, good in Seattle. It's all good.
1: Exactly. I, I, I feel a green Bay. I really fear they're going to go out and they're going to bring in Nick Saban. Who well, I cannot stand.
0: I can't stand <laughs> Nick Saban. Oh, wait I, wait I, a minute. Let's talk about this. Why are you
1: not in Nick Saban? As a person, he's a horrible person. In terms of,
0: he's horrible. Uh, okay, a story the next per- he's personal, nine. personal issues. I understand. I, I completely agree. With you. But if you're an NFL team, regardless of the Packers or, do you, now, I understand the the horrible accolades. But he's still a great. He's been a a, a great. NCAA coach, mm-hmm. right? And so do you pros, do you see over that and, and give him the opportunity, or do you do you let that horrible stuff he did tarnish the rest of his career? Here's the problem: he
1: coached, a pro, he coached Miami, did a horrible job. He, yeah. horrible job. he yeah. can't coach him That's right.
2: um, I think that what's going to happen is they're going to look for like the next Sean McVay. Yeah, and they're going to uh, yeah, end up with true. Jeff Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe not Jeff Fisher, wow. but like. Wow. Jeff Fisher, be,
0: you be know, careful. like, That's you might get Jeff Fisher. be careful. Now. Hey, I'm just, <laughs> i just saying, I've been less wrong about other things, so. What about Mike McCarthy in Cleveland next year? Ooh. So, here's the thing. Is this a guy that can turn that brown team around? I don't, I, here's I, the
2: thing. I don't think the coach matters. In Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> In Cleveland specifically, I don't think the head coach matters. Not really. No, I really don't. I <laughs> truly don't think it matters who it is because they were just terrible forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like all of a sudden, this year they have a quarterback, and I don't even know who their coach is. Like I know they fired Hugh Jackson. Oh, it's Greg well, Williams. B- yeah, B- had-
0: Oh yeah, that's B- B- had some. Uh, yeah, big down with Hugh
2: Jackson. But I mean, honestly. the Browns finish with more wins this season than the Packers are going to finish with, yeah. unless the Browns lose next week and the Packers win. And the Browns are at 7 and 7 and 1 right now. Yeah. So, like, maybe, yeah. you know? So I, I think that, like, I don't know. I don't know if the coach is the thing. I think they just need a person to kind of coordinate the other coaches. I think yeah. that I think their position coaches are probably more important in Cleveland than I coach.
0: think. So. As we look into the playoffs now, Packers aside, Broncos aside, let's put our favorite teams aside for a minute. Playoffs now looking ahead. Who is your favorite? Our, are the Rams the real deal? I I believe, I think, I, I believe in Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs over the Rams.
2: I think what I would like, I would like the AFC Championship to be um, the Chargers and the Chiefs. There and then, like, the NFC Championship to be the Rams and the Saints. And then, I don't care what happens. <laughs> it would be amazing. Like, either, either any, any one of those combinations, it would be
0: incredible. Is there a chance the Chargers can beat the Chiefs? I think so.
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the Chiefs team. the Chiefs defense is not very good. So no, they're not good. I no. think they
0: yes.
1: I, I think I think the will beat LA. I think we all all LA. I think we have Ram Chargers Super Bowl. You have Goff versus Rivers. Ooh,
2: that'd be great. And in that, I wish and in that case then like I would like the Chargers to win. Cuz like I'm not really a Phil Rivers no. fan or anything but like He's an old man. I mean, he up? to have his ninth child, so he probably needs that Super Bowl. Wouldn't, Bowl. That,
0: wouldn't, that, be a, wouldn't that be a swan song, though, for Philip oh, Rivers no kidding. to yeah. re- maybe retire on top and finally win that Super Bowl? Well,
2: and see, and, the thing with Philip Rivers, I don't think he has the big eagle like, say, Tom Brady, so 100%. he would retire on top. He probably would. And
0: and what a what a story that would be with, with all the Chargers been through, moving from San Diego, the horrendous... Arena setup they have in L. A. Yeah. Kind of shafted from the Rams mm-hmm. and 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 win a Super Bowl. Would that be that something?
1: Out. Yeah, in front of the 14 fans that came to L. A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean the, Char- yeah. This way, the Charger fan San Diego said, "Scream, we're not coming." And he didn't. And he they didn't come. He stayed away. Yeah. Like no one goes to Charger games yeah. in Carson.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think the other thing too, like if you think about it that way, if the Saints because now the road on the NFC anyway it goes to New Orleans. It but, does. Um, I don't know if the Rams can beat the Saints.
1: Ooh, it'll be it'll be a
2: tough
0: game. Like it'll be a shootout. Everything yeah. at your league. It'll league. shoot shootout.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not sure, but I would like that. That all L A. final would be good and have like Rivers come out on top. That would be. Like,
0: but I think great. like you know, like you said like Drew Brees is he's got to be one of the greatest quarterbacks. Like yeah. And then Alvin Kamara. You look at Michael Thomas Joe like, that's a that's a team to be reckoned
1: with. That's a dangerous team. play, because, you know Drew Brees. He's the guy I remembered doing you know kind of being there in San Diego, kind of quietly in San Diego. But for some reason, though, the, the switch slipped from being, you know, just an average quarterback in San Diego mm-hmm. to being just purely elite in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Whatever reason,
2: but like quietly elite. Yeah, in a way that people, people really forget yeah. that he exists sometimes, which That's is true. amazing because he's had some incredible seasons. Um, but I don't want Tom Payton to win another Super Bowl, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Now let's talk. I wanna I wanna switch really quickly. Talk about Tom Brady and the, and the Patriots. Um. P.K. Subban met Tom Brady. Oh, I Subban saw None of you guys saw that. That was kind of cool. P.K. Subban like a child.
2: Yeah. Um, see, I'm not impressed by that at all. Uh, <laughs> but I love P.K. You know this. Yeah. I'm like,
0: now, not not quite so much. Like, eh. Alex Thomas did so, though. Like well, I'm sure he did. Does does <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady and
2: Bill Belichick retire together? No. Alex has mm-hmm. a theory. Alex from the Oilers rig. He has right. a theory that uh, each of them wants to try a year without the other one. I Ooh, that which means cool. that the heat death of the universe will come and they will still both be part of the Patriots organization because neither one of them will give it up. I don't know. Like, so I,
0: do we see Tom Brady in another uniform? Is that...
1: I think so. Yeah. think wow. I think i yeah. think said before. Wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> if Alex can't go for next year, Washington quarterback Tom Brady.
0: 2019. Holy man.
1: Well, oh, it gives me two
2: Bold. reasons to hate him. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> So, what about, what about you, Megan? Where do we see Tom Brady? Uh, with you? Oh, just the idea of him in um, in Washington—it's just incredible. Um, that would be so good. I'm trying to think who else needs a quarterback.
0: How about John Elway gives him a call? Peyton Manning was there with Tom Brady and Tom Denver. Brady the Bronco. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No. Uh, I guess maybe like
2: I guess maybe the 49ers, depending on what happens to Jimmy G. You um, Unite the two of them. Or but you know, like depending on his rehab or whatever, yeah. I think that would be interesting. I would like to see Tom Brady as a backup is what I'd really like to see. What do you love? I I don't see him being backup? Like he's the kind of guy I think he runs. No, I back. i no, but I think that he'd like go, assume he was gonna be the starter and then all of a sudden like, oh just kidding Tom, and then he's like, Oh forget this noise and just like leave a the alert. That would be. I. I don't know. I. But I think that like, I think that Belichick is going to end up outlasting Brady.
1: In, yeah, I agree in New England. England, I, I think agree.
2: so. I think they'll end up retiring the same year. However, that's going to work. But I think that Belichick's going to outlast Tom Brady in, yeah. uh, in New England. But Brady will have that one year of nineteen years New England and that one random year as so a Brown, he can. A but Brown, he, Brown. whatever team he goes <laughs> so, to, no, no, whatever team he goes to yeah. will be playing the Patriots that you're for guaranteed for sure. See? So that he can. Beat all of the
0: teams. I never thought the Patriots would be would make a bad decision, but I I finally saw it when they traded Jimmy G. I was like, that is a that is a retirement plan, yeah. You know, Tom it Brady type. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. And then we seeing Jimmy G. actually play well and and yeah. barring the injury and yeah, yeah. you know all that stuff, but. You know, now now what did they do? Tom Brady leaves, now what? Yeah, you can, you know? well.
1: <laughs> can you trade away? you trade away also, um, I mean, and Ja'Cory Brissett as well, too. Uh, yeah. You know, one of those guys could have been in the retirement plan. You got rid of both guys, and now you have uh,
2: um, Brian Hoyer now. Yeah. I got it. I know, <laughs> what, no, I know what's going to happen. No, I got it. New, England's Patri- New England Patriots quarterback, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's going to be so good. <laughs> you know what? That might happen. I know. <laughs> Just somebody write all this down, because, like, I'm going to be right about something. Case Kings? Case Kings.
1: I can see Alex just having a CCs right now.
2: He's washing his shit. Uh, okay. Teddy Bridgewater?
1: T- you know what? Hey, tell T- Mike I Mike Riley. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> Mike, Mike Riley. Riley, there you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, he'd you know, work out in the NFL. Yeah. Or Mike, Bo Levi? It, it wouldn't it be funny to see Mike Riley or Bo Levi in the NFL in the, New England or something? I think oh, Bo's going to be shot. I think so, too. I, 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 think, I think
2: Bo's a better quarterback than Mike Riley. Ooh. I'm not an Esk fan, and I'm not oh. trying to be a jerk about it, but like, I think he's a better quarterback. Does he end up in the NFL next year? I think he's got a better chance, yeah. Definitely, is that
1: sure. chance.
2: Well, yeah. 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 Jacksonville is a quarterback,
1: is that right? that's for they, sure. You. How funny would that be if next year they signed both Willian Bo and Mike Riley? And they you have, have to play together?
2: Is Riley and Riley have
0: to play together? Now, i <laughs> mixed reviews. some NFL scouts have some mixed reviews about Bo. There was. There was some good, and then there was some bad. Yeah. Some questions about his own strength and, oh, yeah. and all that stuff. But uh, I, if he keeps on this pace, I think Bollie by Mitchell could be a NFL quarterback next year. Especially with the CBA as well with the CFL and everything yeah. else going on. Because
1: yeah. the season's up in the air, so we don't even have yeah. the season next year. That's
2: correct. Yeah. So that is true. Oh, well, that means that the Riders can't disappoint me again.
1: So. <laughs> you're a Riders. Sure am. You know, a, you know, that is a team where you have basically no quarterbacks except for when Brandon Bridge played. Maybe they, Tom, he, he no! <laughs> Tom Brady will come play and see
2: that. No! No, he would never.
1: Saskatchewan. He he oh, no. You know, the Riders, they're for simple. Why do the Riders like old quarterbacks? Because remember, they, they brought in Vince Young. He got hurt. <laughs> yeah. didn't big, and then the rumor came out of that... Burris will try to get Henry Burris back out of retirement. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I'm just taking Henry Burris over Vince Young. <laughs> yeah. Well, you that shape it, least. Yeah. Vince Young came oh, in like, man. he had not done a crunch in like five years. Oh, he came in, he, he came in, in and silent.
2: Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's, like, oh, yeah. that, what? that team
1: is just constant <laughs> disappointment. I love it. I know, it's great. If you're asking me, Megan, for next year. Yeah. Where do the Raiders play next year? What part of the world do they play in? In 2019. I even heard London. The-
2: I was I was just thinking like, <laughs> here's what's gonna happen. They are going to be in the AFC West, and they're gonna play in London, England. Wow.
0: <laughs> and or Hawaii. Would not that be something? We have a. But. The Raiders in London. I mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a mess in Oakland, and yeah, I feel bad, bad for them. Triumph. I don't feel bad for them because I don't like John Gruden, but I feel bad for like. Legitimate Raiders fans and like yeah, you know because it sucks like that whole uncertainty of your team and like I've never had it with a football team But mm-hmm. like my hockey team almost left yeah. town Yeah, sure right and I so like that uncertainty sucks And so well, I feel bad for the fans
0: if you're in Oakland in general, man You're in a tough spot. You got Golden State leaving too. Yeah, the leaving the to San Fran, Fran too The Raiders are gone. The A's are trying to leave town as well. The A's yeah. are where what what is there to root for, you know? hmm mm-hmm. like, it becomes now. Where would the A's go? I have heard San Jose. Interesting. Yeah. Now it would go back to. You know, they they who would go to Oakland? I mean, even when I travel there, I got fan, I got family in San Francisco. Even with them living there, they're like, don't go to Oakland, don't go to Oakland, don't go to Oakland. Mm-hmm. Now there's no reason to go to Oakland because they're not there. Yeah. That's, exactly. Yeah. And I think the rate.
1: I think, I've heard Mark Davidson said before, he years ago he won from Team San Antonio. I think San Antonio is in play wow. for next year or Santa Clara.
2: Yeah. Maybe, mm. yeah. I mean, they're going to get out of Oakland yeah. eventually. Yeah, they'll be. And that sucks. Yeah. I like heard, that, that's hard. But. Oh, of course. I've heard St. Louis 2 wants them for a year. Oh, boy. <laughs> well I mean they could, Okay But they have They have a facility So yeah. like there's at least that Instead of them playing Because I read something On Twitter the other day It was like Something about like The San Antonio El Paso And there's like Nine other cities That like could Potentially host But like, at least there would be Like if there's a stadium there It's true yeah. You know they could play in You could hire Jeff Fisher Jeff. Bring wow. him back
0: Like <laughs> Just recurring nightmares For anyone before, sure. before we let you go I do want to talk I want to switch back I want to talk in Spanish I totally forgot about this uh, Seattle expansion the NHL. Yep. Um, there was there was rumors there Kent Owing to be the guy, the GM to to expand that team. Um, what are your thoughts with the NHL going south? Obviously, do you think it's a good move? The the rivalry now I think instantly becomes Vancouver, mm-hmm. and they and they move into the Pacific Division. I mean, what, what's that gonna What's that team gonna look like in twenty one, twenty two? Is is it gonna be very similar to Vegas? Are we gonna ha- Are we gonna have a different team where they're gonna more so, go through growing pains than they did in Vegas. For right away, they went to the Cup final.
2: I think they're gonna go through some growing pains, but not like the like Ottawa San Jose no, expansion. Not, not like that kind of. Because the the draft rules are different. Yeah. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit an unpopular opinion here. Mm-hmm. I think the the NHL should have 24 teams instead of 32. There are too many teams. You're not wrong. And there there's too many mediocre teams. I think I think a 24 team league would be would make more sense. If uh, four divisions, six teams each, yeah. and you just yeah, I think I wow. think that would make a lot more sense because then you're not watering down your talent.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Very you have, true. And yeah. you have
2: some markets like there's some markets who have
1: diehard fans though, mm-hmm. but you can't have teams averaging eight thousand fans,
0: nine thousand. Like fans. the Forders, the Arizona's, yeah.
2: But like you think with the Oilers, right? Over since 6 they they've made the playoffs one time since 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no reason that they should have been that bad. If they were in a, a smaller league, even 2018 league, they wouldn't have been that bad because You're there's right. more. There's fewer good players, but then there's fewer teams for them to go to go around, and mm-hmm. so you get a better chance of like landing a good player in a trade or mm-hmm. you know drafting someone a little bit better, those kind of things. And I just I don't know. I think that 32 teams is a lot, but I really hope they just stay there. Like they do not need
1: a 33rd or a 34th. No, no. I no. I'm to going to Do I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta ask you? Bryce Harper, where does he end up next? Dodgers.
2: Okay. Well, I think so. I think, well, I mean, all those moves they made this week, yeah. I think that's what they've done is open up cap space to get to land them.
0: One more, Manny Machado. Oh, favorite.
2: God, strapped to a <laughs> rocket and fired him into the sun. If he ends up playing for the Yankees, I'm, oh, my God. Manny Machado. Because I know, I know that they've been, like, talking to him and about, and I'm just like, man, if he ends up there, I'm going to be so angry.
0: So you think the pinch guys, You think you think it's a possibility?
2: Uh, they, 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 it's always a possibility because they don't care about money and they'll just spend. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll they'll pay the luxury tax. Um, but what I would really like is to end up in Boston because I hate the Red Sox a lot. So like it would just give me one more reason. Where's New hate trying some more?
0: See, I'm leaning and I, I love those those city like I hate the Yankees being wounded fan. But I I think for me it makes sense Bryce Harper ends up in Philly. And Manny Machado ends up with the White Sox in Chicago. You look at the, the recent move that Yonder Alonso mm-hmm. went to the White Sox. That's mm-hmm. his brother in law, too. There's some connections there. Yeah. I think Machado can end up there. White Sox have a lot of money to spend mm-hmm. right now. And, of course, the Phillies are willing to back up the Bridge truck. And mm-hmm. what better way to get them butt in seats than uh, right Sox.
2: I think, can we talk for a second about the Red Sox? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Is now the time in this, whatever, this world that we live in, <laughs> that we can talk about the Red Sox being the team that buys championships? I agree, yeah. Are we allowed, uh, absolutely. Are we, are we absolutely. allowed to now say Can, that? can, we, can yeah, we take that batter
0: uh, from the Yankees and <laughs> pass it over to Boston? I, I, I don't think it's... I don't think you can pass it on. Why not? I, I think the Yankees are still The Yankees, always, they're they're 1, the, the
2: last time the Yankees won the World Series was 2009, Boston this is won true. what, three since then, four since then? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just saying. I just, this uh, is true. Alex, that was real.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong in that. Although, I'll say it again, I've said 5,000 times. Blue Jays
2: are owned by Rogers. And spend zero Spent money some money. I know. Spent I don't understand this. I know, and Spent the blue money. and I have to watch Blue Jays baseball with Buck <laughs> Martinez because you know Buck Oh my god, oh, his voice is worse than Chris Collinsworth's. Whoa, we hit a nerve. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. No, I gotta watch the Blue Jays on four channels. Just put them on like your national network and then show me other baseball. Nobody on the West Coast wants to watch the Blue Jays. Everyone's a Mariners fan anyway. That's true. That's a really good point. Right? Like, I just, it's infuriating. The fact that sports have
1: not really capitalized on the fact that the Mariners are more of the West Coast team, to me, is really strange. Mm -hmm. You see on American sports TV, they they really regionalize things. Mm -hmm. In Canadian sports TV, we're so hell-bent on the one Canadian team Mm -hmm. representing all Canadian fans, which is not Mm -hmm. true.
2: No, mm. no, it's not, and it's it. That's infuriating to me because, like, I would much rather, if I'm flipping channels, I'd rather watch like the Dodgers and the Giants mm. than watch a minute yeah. of the Blue Jays. I'm not a fan, and like, I don't care. So when they play the Yankees, and I have to watch them, oh, it's painful.
0: So um, you're a Yankees fan?
2: Oh yes, she like is. lifelong, lifelong. And someday they'll win the World Series again. <laughs> and that'll be great.
0: Yeah, you're going through our pain. We haven't won a World Series since, what, 93? I know. Hey,
2: fun fact. Blue Jays have won a championship since the others won a championship. Yeah, that's true. So so there you go. This is true.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is true. <laughs> awesome. Should we wrap wrap up, Avery? Yeah,
2: sure. Meg,
1: might you like to come on the podcast? Do again sometime? I do you end some time. Appreciate it, Meg. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This you. is awesome. Thanks for
0: doing it. All right, then. Yeah, well, Hopefully you uh, you enjoyed the setup and part two, episode thirty four, the Brad and Avery hour here on Christmas Eve as we wrap things up, talking little UFC on the Christmas special. Yeah, you know everything's not so merry in UFC land right now. Uh, no, it is not UFC two thirty two? We are. What, six days away? Yeah, six days away. Six days away, the John Jones-Alexander Gustafson card, Amanda, New- Amanda Nunez, always on that card with Chris it's Cyborg. Yep. It's, a, it's an unbelievable card. Mm-hmm. Um, abruptly, you know, randomly breaking news moved from Vegas to L.A. Just yesterday, mm-hmm. Dana White made this announcement six days prior from the fight, um... I, I don't even know what to say. Apparently, rumors, John Jones failed another drug test. Uh, rumors, the uh, Vegas Athletic Commission uh, won't let this happen due to, due to some uh, some reason. Uh, so they moved into the form in LA. Now, what does this mean, Avery? If I'm a fan, if I bought tickets for this fight mm-hmm. and I'm going to Las Vegas, I'm there maybe... For the fight on there for New Year's, whatever, have a little mm-hmm. fun. I bought tickets to this fight. Yes. Find out, oh no, psych, it's been moved, moved to LA. So now, what do you do if you're a fan? Now all of a sudden you're you've already got your flights, your hotel booked, everything mm-hmm. else. You're scrambling to get over to LA to watch this fight. Well, if I'm a fan, you know what I'm saying? Ping you back.
1: We'll make a refund. Because not every fan can yeah. get to California. Yeah. Not every fan can do that. You got a lot of fans who have no, can't make it over. Yeah. So they'll be, be pissed. They'll be mad. They're like, where's my money? As so the UFC got to refund tickets, we get up to the fans somehow. And of course, like I said, you water, said basically there were some substances that are banned still in John's system. If you're the UFC, what? This is his third failed third or, or fourth time. Third time he's had issues with yeah. drugs yeah. in as a UFC fighter. To me, if I'm Dana White, if I'm WME, the rest of the organization, I'm – you know what? Some may not like it. Some are going to hate what I say. It's, it's time to cut John Jones.
0: i to wash my hands this guy. And I think that's what he needs to come down to. John Jones has had enough chances. John Jones has had a long leash. John Jones has had opportunities. He screwed over Daniel Cormier twice. Um – and now he's about to, you know. This isn't fair on Alexander Gustafson at all. No. Gustafson's been training for a year, maybe six months for this fight. He's getting ready for John Jones to find out yet again, John Jones is still on a banned substance. And the fact that he's now forced you to move. And like, to me, if I'm the UFC, I'm not happy at all. No. If I'm Alexander, Gustafson at all. I am making a stink about this. I want my purse. I want John Jones' purse. And I'm wiping my hands clean and getting ready for the next fight. Yep.
1: Yeah, to me, this fight's off. Give Alex his purse and John's purse.
0: That's how it should be. Dana White, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. And cutting John Jones, step number one, is the right thing. Because that will send a... That not only sends a message to John Jones, Avery. That sends a message to the entire MMA world... The entire UFC that, well, regardless of your banned substances, regardless of what's going on, we don't care. You're gone. Yeah. And Three it, times a charm, you're
1: up. Anybody else would have been on their backside to tossed out of the company. But get hey Brock Jones, Lesnar. Yeah. you year banned. But John Jones can get how many chances and strikes and still mess up, and he's still here at the UFC card. He's still fighting for a title. Unacceptable, comical. He'd be on the undercard. Come on. Like, if I, I don't in, care who you are. I'm if I was sorry. in charge, I'm say like, go fight in Bellator or go fight in one championship. I don't want you to be a fee anymore.
0: No, I, I don't care how many pay-per-views this guy sells. I don't care how many tickets he sells. Whatever the case may be, Jon Jones does not belong in the UFC
1: No, like you mentioned, he screwed over Daniel Cormier. Like, technically, technically, he beat Cormier once. But even that first fight. To me, still so the question mark it's over It's tainted. Words. Yeah, it's tainted. Because the rematch you, is no contest. And then the, was well, the Cancel, like, to me, anytime time you fought that... To, to me, El Cormier, in my mind, is still unbeaten. Because the John Jones fights, you really have to ask by
0: it. 100%. I, 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 you know what? Let's be honest. I'm not a Cormier fan. But I feel for the guy. The, the, 100%. There's an there. 100%. He's still undefeated, in my mind, as well. He's still one of the best pound-for-pound pound fighters, you know... Maybe at all time. Um, DC is a, a great fighter. I don't like some of the antics, his attitude, whatever. That comes with the that comes with the territory. I get it. I understand it. Um, but I, I'm feeling for Alexander Gustafsson right yeah. now. His entire camp. Um, what do you do? Do you? How do you take this fight, knowing that this guy's on something? Hmm. It is. Knowing that he's got an unfair, maybe advantage, maybe disadvantage, whatever the the way you look at it, he's got an unfair, let's use advantage in this case, an unfair advantage on you because you did the right thing. You've trained. Mm -hmm. You put in the time. You put in the effort. You put in the work. You overcame injuries. All that stuff. You're preparing for one man to rip his head off at UFC 232, and yet he's got a cheat to try and beat you.
1: It's silly. It's beyond dumb. And Kids,
0: don't cheat to win.
1: <laughs> it's just funny how hearing John Jones and he's... It's, it's, John, in a roundabout way, has tried to apologize. But hasn't come across as an apology, to me,
0: it's, it's silly. It should be dumb, John Jones. Your apology means nothing to me, John Jones. If you did this once, apologize and never did it again, then maybe we can sweep this under the rug. Boom me once. Oh, wait, we did it again. Oh, wait, you apologized, but you did it a third time? Come on, John Jones,
1: Come now, on. And people talk about, always, oh, you is he a Hall of Famer? No. Combat sports are no. different. It's different than a baseball, a football, a basketball, or a hockey. Those sports, the objective is not to incapacitate your opponent. That's a job, but that's not the, the point of those sports. In mixed martial arts, that is your goal, yeah. to uh, incapacitate your opponent or win a round via combat. This is a sport where if you're on drugs and if you're doing that, like Daniel Cormier legally, could have,
0: he could have sued John Jones yeah. legally. Yeah. Have done that. Legally, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, though. Uh, just out of the realm here. Is Mark McGuire, is Barry Bonds, are they Hall of Fame worthy because they took steroids? Is Sammy Sosa? Hall of Fame worthy because of what they did.
1: To me, of course, it it's not a combat sports, so drugs are not... It wouldn't, like, to me, it's not as dangerous with drugs. I mean, it's still a form of cheating, to an extent, but those are not combat sports in which you're trying to, hit, you're trying to injure a pitcher when you're so are drugs. they still the greatest in their sport? They still are, because, because even, even without drugs, Barry Bonds would have been a Hall of Famer. Mm, even okay. without drugs, so-so those guys would, oh. would have been a Hall of Famer. Right. Like, John Jones... Like we really don't know, we don't know how long Jones been on drugs competing. We really don't. We really truly do
0: not know. And I hate fully. to speculate. It, it seems as though it is back uh, to cocaine. Uh, that was the previous previous substances he did have in his system. So I'm assuming the third time is is the same substance. Um, come on, John. You gotta be smarter than this. Smarter than this. You. This is. This only hurts your career. What yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? Like, there will
1: be... I still feel there will be a day where WADA or the USADA will say, Alright, John, you missed him again. Lifetime ban.
0: How many, how many chances did he get, neighboring? This is third crack. Yeah. It's third kick in the camera. We're six days away from UFC 232... And yet he still gets a shot.
1: And the thing that people didn't like was the fact that they basically told him, "We'll cut you a deal if you ride out people who gave you the second, the third. Come and on, he ride air everybody. He gave you dropped names about this guy, that guy, this guy, that of guy. Of course,
0: of course. Well, if I was given the chance, I would. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Come on, John Jones. Man. <laughs> yeah. Be smarter than that. You're you're not you're not a child. You're a grown ass man. Now, I'll admit, John Jones is a phenomenal
1: athlete, and he's the one guy where
0: you know what? You probably didn't even need. I his remember watching him in the Ultimate Fighter. He came, the Ultimate Fighter finale is when he first fought. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, Kimball slices on the card. I believe, um, so. yes, that's rest right. Rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, John Jones came out, and he was a, he's, he is a tremendous athlete, tremendous. He was a tremendous fighter. Tremendous! He, he was he put on an absolute clinic. He put on a show. He is a showman. He is a great fighter. But then when he goes and does something like this, this tarnishes your entire. Life. Of course, and, it, it, and remember even before that, remember we had the um
1: the car crash incident where he ran into a pregnant woman, like back in the, back in the states a few month a few years ago. Like that was when it first started going haywire for him. And I have people, I have friends who've been around John Jones who said that. From when he first came to UFC to now, he changed, and not for the better.
0: You know, let's be honest here. It, it comes down to any sport, any athlete, you know, hockey players, football, basketball, whatever. The money goes to your head. Mm-hmm. The fame goes to your head. Whatever it may be. And you you can either change for the better. You can become a good person with that money, with that fame, whether it's giving back, whatever it may be in that capacity. Or it turns you into a dean. I.e. drugs, mm-hmm. alcohol, yeah. you know, domestic abuse, whatever it may be, and John Jones decided to take that path, and therefore, his career, in my mind, his career is over.
1: You know, it's a jeopardy, I think. I think that, yes, the fight's going on, but I think there's going to be more investigation. I don't think we're done with this yet. I don't think we're done with this
0: at all. A hundred percent, no. No. Like,
1: I, I just don't, understand, do you see, yes, John Jones is one of the biggest faces of the but after a while, to your fan base, to other fighters, you cannot give him this man only chances to come back.
0: You can't. Because what does this do for the other fighters? What does this do? Then you would say doesn't care. To, but let's say, okay, let's say, let's use Alexander Gustafson for example. Let's say he's clean, he's perfect, he's fighting, whatever. What does this tell you? That the UFC is letting this slide? Mm-hmm. He is a drug addict. Whether whatever way you put it because clearly he can't he can't come sober. He can't become sober for a fight So in my mind, obviously, he's addicted. To something. obviously he struggles with something get him the proper help but like wh- How many chances are you giving this guy? like This tells people this is slap on the wrist is what it's gonna be mm-hmm. This is what it's gonna happen Daniel White's gonna say, "Bad John Jones. Yeah, don't do it again. What does this do now for a path? This allows other fighters to. He takes drugs. Why can't I? You're right. He he does this. Why can't
1: I? But yeah, but again, different rules for different fighters. Cause he's, he's at that level. He's he's bare, Oh, you're me, John all of us. After he keeps screwing up, why does he fall down in tears? He should be falling. He shouldn't. He should not be still in the face of everything when he's proven." He still screws up, and he has
0: not been redeeming himself. No. Dana White, you made a mistake, man. I, I At this, three strikes were out, right? In, football, or in in baseball? Yeah. Three strikes. Mm-hmm. Three strikes were out. Dana White, do the right thing.
1: Yeah, and other guys. Even at strike two. Guys have faced bands of 18 months, 24 mm. months, however long. And Jon Jones barely... No,
0: yeah, Ronald no, no, didn't have a face Just be like special treatment. You look at yeah. Conor McDavid. Let's say Conor McDavid did something like that.
1: Well, it's not because the NHL doesn't really have a true, uh, full, proper drug suspension thing. At the, if he, but but you're, it, it's a good point, though. A, yeah, see, for example, he's a, something happened with him, man. They only give him,
0: I don't know, 5, 10 games, whatever. What's Other that players? do for the league, though? Look at that. So you give Conor McDavid a 5, 10 game suspension... Because of drugs, because of a hit, whatever. Maybe it's a hit in that case. You could have got a Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson's like, wait a minute. I didn't get the same treatment he did. Treat him like Tom Wilson. So treat John Jones like you would Diaz. Treat John Jones like you would Brock Lesnar. Treat John Jones like you would any other fighter, not somebody down here, and John Jones way the hell up here. It's sickening. It becomes unwatchable. People have gotten to a point where I will not stand behind the UFC anymore because you support criminals, drug addicts, whatever it may be. That's where it's coming to, Avery. That's where it's getting to. Look, they signed Greg Hardy. I know what he deserves a contract for. And look, that's another thing. So look, look at that issue. Greg Hardy is on the same card as a woman who was domestically abused. Tone deaf. What is happening? All you see is dollar bills. That's it. That's all it is. Uh, maybe it's
1: corruption. It might be because, and the thing is too, this company them owned by WME. WME is a major, major billion dollar corporation. And as a company of that size, that much value, you should know to your shareholders how awful that looks. You, you should. You should know better.
0: Excuse me. Uh. Yeah, it, it's it's awful. Um, this is not only a black eye on John Jones, Avery. Re- this has become, I think, a company-wide issue. It is. Um, this is a black eye on the UFC. see. Um, and hey, if nothing's done, just sweep under the rug again. It's going to continue happening. Of course it will. It- and it will not only happen with John Jones, it will happen with somebody else down the road. Maybe Diaz comes back and it happens yeah. with him again. Maybe Brock Lesnar comes back and it happens with him again. Maybe something happens with Khabib again when he comes back. Maybe Conor McGregor. What, like, when's enough is enough here?
1: I really don't know. And that was basically like, like Mark, Mark Hunt last. went when Brock Lesnar fought Mark Hunt? Yeah. And it turned out, of course, Brock, it turned into no contest that Brock was cheating. Mark Hunt was out here just ripping the UFC. Mm. And everything he said when it came to drugs, concussions, everything he said was right. And mm-hmm. the UFC doesn't want to admit that one of their fighters has been right up all this stuff.
0: You know why? Yeah. That's all it is, it's a money game. More money New York City's making, more money Dana White makes. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it happens. I, I'm done on the topic. I think we're done here. Um, Avery's going to wrap up with a trivia question, alright. Merry Christmas to all our fans, all our viewers. We'll be back with episode 35.
1: Alright. Trivia question time. Okay, so unfortunately, the Toronto Raptors are playing on Christmas Day. Boo. So, I'll, I'll, we'll do one question for Christmas Day NBA. When did when the Raptors last play on Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. And who did they play on that day when they last played on Christmas Day on national television?
0: For Avery Lewis McDougall, our guest Megan Bauer, our sponsors, Hallie's Starlight Casino Match, Travel Gurus, Thank you guys so much for supporting us. It's been one heck of a year. 2018, we promise 2019 is going to be better. Shaq, Raymar, Dave, the entire crew, thank you for Avery Lewis McDougal again. Megan Fowler, I'm Brad Barco. Good night, A good afternoon, I suppose. <laughs> we'll see you for episode 35. Be safe. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. We'll see you guys in 2019.
2: Later.